This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Giss is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you, you can. Hey everyone, thank you again for listening to another Hey Mitch interview. I have to say, this was probably, you know, this is my favorite Hey Mitch interview that I've recorded so far. Oh man, um, it is Brett and Sam from the Let's Rewatch podcast. I had such a great time talking to them. They are amazing people and so fun and entertaining and informative and wow, if you haven't had a chance, because I already had Ash on this program and uh, I will have Patrick in the future, but if you haven't had a chance to go listen to the Let's Rewatch podcast and you like movies, especially movies from the 80s and 90s, um, you are missing out because they always have great guests. I mean, other than myself, they have a great time and they're informative. Like they know their stuff about movies. So you should definitely give them a, a listen if you can, uh, I had a great time. It's a, it's a really fun podcast. I hope you enjoy it. just want to remind you once again, uh, throughout the whole thing, I keep saying geek elite radio, but we are obviously geek elite media now. So whenever you hear me say geek elite radio, just know that you can say it should be geek elite media. All right. Thanks. And I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so Brett and Sam, thank you for joining me on Hey Mitch this week, and uh, I just want to say thank you for always having me on your guys' podcast and interacting with me online, because that seems to be like a big thing that, you know, other podcasters don't seem to interact with each other that much. Oh, well, thanks for always being available to guests. We love that. <laughs> and yeah. thanks for always bringing us really amazing Facebook Mark or marketplace Facebook, um, let's rewatch page questions. Yeah, like you bring some of the best questions and some crazy movies from deep within our childhood that <laughs> we even had forgotten. And also, the Comic Con episode that you were on is one of our most downloaded. Yeah, uh, so congratulations I, on that. that. That's amazing. That's awesome. Like, I mean, you probably, I mean, you put Comic Con in there, people are going to want to go and listen to it, I assume. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Some like some of our uh, some of our highest episodes outside of like you know when we had a celebrity guest on uh, are just like it's it seems to be based around the guests. So you you must have you must have some pull. Uh, we we had some cross audience listening. You got the clout. 
Let, let's go with that one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what have you learned from podcasting like that you didn't know before? Whoa. I didn't know anything about podcasting. I learned everything. <laughs> I learned everything. I remember the first time I did the episode, Nick, it was Nick Brazzi's idea. And he was like, Sam, like, Brett's going to be a part. Like, I guess you can be a part if you want to. Like, I'm not going to exclude you. You know a bunch about film. And I was like, holy shit. I don't know how I feel about being recorded. And I guess I should just drink a lot of alcohol before the first episode so that I don't sound so lame. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And that tradition has kept up. Yeah, it's a great tradition. I love it. So yeah, that's that's. I've learned everything on this podcast because I knew nothing. I don't think I knew what podcasts really were prior to. Sorry, sneezy cat. Prior to us doing our podcast, you know, Brett and Nick went to. Um, it wasn't PodCon, but it was a convention in LA about podcasts. It was LA Podfest. Okay, that's what that was. So I basically learned what they learned secondhand. Mm, I think I've, I've heard of that one a few times. Uh, uh, it was not great that first year. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it's I think it's evolved since then. I, I think they're still doing it. Um, but yeah, I heard the, the next year was a lot better. Uh, it was just... You know, it was the first. It was the first time like serial had come out that year, and it was the first time anyone was paying attention to podcasts. And I think these guys just put together a little bit of a a, a fan meetup, but pitched it as a like creator space. And so creators showed up, but it was just a bunch of shows. Uh, so it, it was it was a little it was the wrong crowd for the wrong uh, the wrong content. I think. Oh. Hopefully they sorted it out. And that would be different from PodCon, right? Because uh, Ash was telling me about that uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I went to PodCon with uh, with Sam, yeah. and that was a and it, that was an incredible experience. That convention was just the most well put together thing I've ever been to. I I was amazed because I go to conventions not that frequently, but at least one, maybe two a year, and. I've never been to a convention where you can ask any person a question and they're like, yeah, I totally have the answer. Here you go. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you know where this is happening? What do you mean you know how to get me to this place? Like, this is amazing. Yeah, even, like, even at the same convention center, we went to PAX and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was like, oh, Markiplier is doing a, a stream. Like, where is that and it took us like 20 minutes to find someone who knew where it was and it was like okay you have 10 minutes to get there but it's five blocks from here it's like well (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna make it yeah Uh, and and i mean pax is you know attendance is much larger and it's held in the same space but it's it's amazing how organized it is as a convention and how like focused it is on teaching people about podcasting yeah it's very much a creator's convention yeah it it felt strange to me like going to a convention learning about podcasting 
from people that were like five to six years younger than me. <laughs> and their podcasts were only like one or two years old and mine have been four years old. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, they learned a lot and they're teaching me a lot. <laughs> so, it, and it, that's one of the kind of reoccurring tidbits of information that we've picked up just from other podcasters is like interaction with fans is kind of crucial. So, like what you were saying, you know, keeping up our Facebook page, opening a Discord, having extra, you know, downloadable content for people that want to use Patreon. Maybe using Twitter once in a while, Sam. I'm on Insta now. I'm sorry. I'm not good at Twitter. I really <laughs> have tried. I just... Not good at it. Yeah, what I was... If you... Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, when I was going to go to message uh, the both of you, I was going to go to Twitter, and I was like, wait, where's Sam's Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I, there. I have one. She's got like four tweets. <laughs> if you tweet at me, I will interact with right. you. Right. But I'm very, very unlikely to tweet random things, mostly out of just fear. I am socially awkward, <laughs> Like, being on Twitter is putting myself out there in a way that I'm a little scared of. Yeah, it's not for lack of trying. Like, at least two or three <laughs> times a week, Sam will be like, Brett, is this a good tweet? And then just say a thing to me. And I'm yeah. like, and yeah, yeah, like, that's pretty good. Post no. it. And she, and she won't post it. No, no, no. no, no. He's, he's misremembering. He's like, it's almost a good tweet, but it's not quite there. <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, okay. This, thank God, I said it out loud instead of permanently on the internet and writing for everyone to see. Oh, come on. So you, so you submit it to the writer room first, and then you find out if it's a good idea, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll tweak it a little bit. He's my sounding board. See, I'm a visual thinker, which is why I'm more Instagram worthy, because it's like, obviously, this is a cute picture of my dog. I'm not gonna like this. <laughs> You know, but this joke is funny in my head. Is it funny in writing on the internet? Probably not. I so. I would say that's that's <laughs> probably not true. It's probably hilarious, and there's gonna be other people that think just like you and want to hear that joke. We'll see. I, I think my last tweet was a little edgy, and it got like one like, and I was like, oh, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where I left it. I, I, I mean, 90% of the stuff I've ever posted has gone, like, uninteracted with, so. Okay. Is that okay for Twitter? I mean. I mean, because I feel like that's failure. No, Twitter's just, like, full of garbage comments and then, like, a few famous people. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's all it it's, is. That's pretty, right. that's pretty true. That's pretty accurate. Okay. Maybe I'll try it again. Uh, it's like throwing breadcrumbs, like literally to seagulls. Like the, it's the icon. It's the bird. Twitter. It's just mm, tweet, 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 tweet. Like n you, it's all lost in the noise. It's it's walking out gotcha. into the town square and just yelling at everybody and seeing who was going to yell back. That's how I see it. Okay. <laughs> so, what, if, so I, what if I don't like yelling? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's fine too. You you could do it all in whisper. It's an Instagram, <laughs> that's right? Like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that's a that's that's a New Year's resolution for you right there. Use Twitter more. Okay. That was my New Year's resolution last year and I <laughs> I actually I tweeted at Target and they responded back. Wow. And yeah. And I was like, I peaked, guys. This is it. I've peaked on Twitter and I don't need to continue. Shut it down. I don't need to use it anymore. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I've I've lived life to the fullest. 
brands are weird on Twitter. Uh, just last week, uh, I tweeted something mean at Kohl's because I had a bad shopping experience there. And I won't go into that, but like my tweet ended with like fix your stores or no one will care when you die and i was expecting no one to respond to that because it was just mean and i got the we're so sorry that you had a bad experience (laughs) like (laughs) the canned tweet yeah but it was like it was they said they're gonna they're gonna relay my message to the store manager (laughs) oh that poor store manager (laughs) like you know that day that we went in like five employees called in sick and like she was trying to run everything on her own. I'm assuming it's a woman. I- <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You ruined her life, Brett, with Twitter. That's what I'm scared of. I'm only mean to, to corporate entities. See, I, okay. I I rarely ever, like, at corporate enter- entities, I, it's always, like, celebrities or comic book artists and stuff like that. So I rarely ever get responses <laughs> Yeah, because they have that special, the special tweet tab for celebrities that you only see when other celebrities interact with your right. tweets. And it's just like, why would they ever know? Is that the like plebs? first class for Twitter? It is. What the fuck? A verified, man? A verified account. A verified account verified yeah. News, yeah. Wait, news sorry. Tweet. Is cussing okay on your podcast? Yes, yes, completely. Cool. You, you say <laughs> as many explicatives as you want. <laughs> now that it's out. There. Okay, just checking. Great. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and now they 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 aren't verifying like anybody, like they've they shut down that whole that whole part of it because of because uh, of Nazis. <laughs> yeah, they verified a few too many Nazis, and they're just like, maybe we should put a hold on this. Is that really what happened? Oh, yeah. Why do Nazis need to be verified? Well, it's because they. Is there like a verified racist button? Or something? I, it's just well, other racists want to follow them, so they have to make sure they have the right racist in front of them. I guess. It's it's this the is same why thing. I'm scared of <laughs> it's their whole like you know the regardless of what you think of of Donald Trump like there's he, there's a few instances where it's like oh he totally broke the Twitter rules and they release that statement where they're like you know we usually ban people for this but we reserve the right not to ban people if their statements are newsworthy as in like it's making them money. Yeah. So, <laughs> It, that's why Nazis are on Twitter because their presence there inspires other people to interact with Twitter in a hateful way. But interaction is still money. That's right. Interaction is money. All right, I got it. I know all there is to know about the internet. <laughs> interaction is money. That's it. Three, that's three words. That's all you need to know. So, okay, was that your first podcast, Brett, or had you done other ones before this? So that was it's. This is kind of like our first jam at at professional podcasting. It's funny because I was remembering and relaying this story to Sam. Uh, I used to record essentially podcasts all the time as a kid. I had this tape recorder, (laughs) and I would I would record like hour long narrative like things. And I don't know what happened to any of these tapes. That you probably only had one blank tape, and you probably kept recording over it. I probably did. (laughs) Uh, But but no, I did that for a couple of years, and. Man, no, but it is our first like real thing. But I, I kind of wish that I s- stuck with that. Seeing where podcasting ended up, I would have been like ten years. <laughs> would have been a pioneer. Would you, Would you have just been uh, just like snail mailing 
audio cassettes to people, your <laughs> listeners. Ah, that would be so cool. That's. I feel like that is the sort of thing that like Patreon I- exists for. Like, you know, you could listen to the podcast, or we can mail you a, a you know a cassette tape, and you can listen to it on like vintage. Gear, I want to be like, a vinyl record. <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. It's possible. It's genius. There's there's a whole market out there for that stuff now. (laughs) I'll I'll put out a vinyl of the uh, Let's Rewatch clip show. I love it because I'm I'm on there a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are. It's it's funny because that was just all of the, uh, you know, the longer... Converse, conversations that I cut from the normal shows, but all of the interesting ones feature you. <laughs> yeah. No coincidence. No coincidence. Well, thank you. Um, so, why why movies? Why old movies that you, you watched as, chill, as kids? You know, I think all of us <laughs> grew up watching movies. Um, I mean, for Brett, obviously, it was action movies. For me, it was really lame fantasy movies. Um, And I think it was just something that all four of us had in common, was, like, these movies from our childhood that shaped who we are as adults. And we we literally kept having the experience of the show, which is bringing a movie that we hadn't watched in, like, ten years to the friend group and like sitting down and watching it and then you know being like oh no this is <laughs> yeah yeah you know, totally yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah because uh, you know a lot of people tend to do the same thing like i remember my friend i i brought monster squad to, to show him for the first time and he's like what is this this is garbage i'm like no this is gold <laughs> and then the next week he um, made me watch the dark crystal which i had never seen and i was like this is garbage Oh, boy. Oh, it's terrifying. (laughs) It scared the crap out of me as a kid, and I have not gone back. But also, too, like, Nick, um, he was the one that initially came up with the idea. And I remember before he brought the podcast up, he had a birthday party. And he's like, oh, I'm going to put on one of my favorite movies in the background on silent, Boogie Nights. (laughs) And Ash and I are like, what the fuck, Nick? You're putting this on in the background? Like, everybody's having sex and doing drugs all the time and so like i think that was one of the experiences of like oh i remember boogie nights being a really good movie and it is but different movies viewed in different contexts feel different and you know (laughs) and i think that's a lot of what our podcast is about like yeah when you're you know eight years old that arnold movie feels amazing and fantastic and then when you go back and rewatch it, like, ooh, huh, there's some really cheesy parts, or oh, that's really sexist, or oh my god, that's super racist. So like, that's where that kind of came in. Is like we have these older lenses, and it totally changes the mood. Right. It, it does it shatter some of those uh, fond memories that you used to have too. A few have been shattered. So that's, I guess that was the next question I was going to ask. What's the biggest surprise? Like, after doing this podcast for what, four years now, you know, what's the biggest surprise of like, oh, man, that, that wasn't a good movie? Oh, that's, that's interesting. Because I was going to say the biggest overall surprise is how many movies are still actually really good. Yeah, oh, okay. I think more shockingly, the movies are actually good. I can't tell you how many times we've been like, guys, we're ready. We're ready for this to suck. And we're like, Wait a minute, that was actually good. 
Um, I mean, obviously, I think our biggest disappointment on the podcast has been Legend, which yeah. for me, as which a was like kid, the second episode, like we hit the is. worst thing early. Yeah, <laughs> like as a kid, you know, princesses and unicorns and a terrible villain and a cute, sexy Tom Cruise prince. Like, what could go wrong? Everything, everything could go wrong. It's so boring. Actually, roll it back. I really disliked Heather's. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't see Heather's until much later, so it, I feel like it didn't have that like childhood shattering. It, but it was weird because I had watched Heather's previous to that and like really liked it, and it was just like the I think the group made me hate it, and but now I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> see, like that was I, that was the kind of, that, that movie I remember is it from childhood, but it was because like my sister wanted to watch it all the time so i just did not like it and so i've never gone back to watch it again but oh yeah i think part of us too like after the legend experience we have some movies that are close to our hearts that we're like maybe we don't bring it maybe it's better in our memory (laughs) (laughs) you know just keep it safe there we have plenty of movies to watch let's wait until we really need to. I was going to say, is there one that you're you're holding holding close to for the vest? Right, for right now, it's not young childhood, but it was definitely like a coming-of-age movie for me, which was Bring It On. And I was super into this movie before I hit my, like, rocker goth phase. So it was, like, kind of the last bit of my super girly childhood. And I remember really loving this movie, and I'd quote it and watch it with my friends every weekend. And we've talked about doing it on the podcast, and I'm a little scared. <laughs> I like there's definitely some things that were super inappropriate, maybe a little rapey, Ooh. maybe a little homophobic. I don't remember, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I want to ruin it. I don't know. I think that's the worst thing is like not a specific movie, but like just the the societal like awakening that everyone's had to like how shitty women have it and then watching old movies and like oh no this is so awful yeah. you know we watched uh Zoolander? goldfinger yeah. oh. Oh. <laughs> and i remember that was like such a dope movie when i was a kid and now and then we're watching it she's like oh my god like this is this is so dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dark and like, um, chasing Amy was another one. Oh, interesting. Like, well, it was really good to a certain point. Nick brought up a really excellent point of like it should have ended with the fight in the rain, and everything after that, basically was like lesbians aren't real lesbians. Like they just haven't met the right guy yet. Right. And it's like, n- no, <laughs> respect people's identification or and orientation. Like, that's not true. So times have definitely changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's and it just just society has ruined a few movies just because I don't know. Like things are different now, and Zoolander. Zo- Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> we we were pretty split on Zoolander. Um, it was one of the first movies that we watched separately, and so it was Brett and I with the guest, and then Ash and Nick. And Ash and Nick were like, "It was hilarious. It was great." And then on our end, we're like, "Guys, like he did a blackface routine. Like that's not okay." <laughs> 
And we're like, and they're sexually assaulting the woman the whole movie. Like, this is awful. So it's just, yeah, yeah. these things are not okay now. Like, you can't go around having a character that hits women on the butt the whole movie and have people think it's okay or funny. Yeah, yeah. watching through through different scope is a, uh, it's definitely eye-opening. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, oh, it's okay, it's go ahead. I was going to say, and it's good. Like, it means we're changing as a society, but it definitely stings a little bit to go back and and see what was considered funny back then. So did you, because you just mentioned it, that it was one of the first ones that you guys did separately. Like, obviously, it ended up being that it just wasn't effective to travel to to meet at some place's house, someone's house anymore, since you're in L.A. and everything is far away from each other and traffic sucks yeah they they live ash and nick live in ventura which at a good time is an hour and 20 minutes from where we used to live right um and sometimes it would be like two plus hours to drive out there Mm -hmm. so whenever possible we'd schedule the records on a weekend and then they would drive out and they'd hang out all day and we'd watch two movies and record two episodes at a time so we'd do like you know a whole month of podcast in one day yeah and uh, and ash would spend the night and it would be like 16 hours of work on the weekend (laughs) so because you'd be doing your other stuff the stuff for the like the youtube channel and stuff like that right yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the YouTube channel is actually almost completely Ash's effort. Uh and I mean especially since we moved to Portland, but like it's increasingly like we've we've been a little less involved with helping out with that just cuz our lives have been crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh And like when we started the podcast was right around the time Ash and Brett had started the um, Let's Drink. Let's Drink. I don't know if you've seen Let's Drink. I've seen I've seen a a few. I didn't I didn't go back and watch them as much as I I listened to the podcast, (laughs) but I just don't spend a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah, and that's understandable. Um, But yeah, that's kind of like at the time Let's Drink started was right around the time the podcast was starting. So we'd a lot of times kind of film both of them on the same weekend, and we'd have guests that would do an episode of Let's Drink, get super drunk, and then turn around <laughs> and do an episode of Let's Rewatch. So it was super fun. Um, we had one guest that fell asleep, um, Talia. Yeah. Because uh, we got drunk before the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did the the, uh, the drinking thing and then watched uh, Total Recall. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, she just passed out on the couch. It was pretty funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've definitely fallen asleep during a couple. I can't remember them. It happens. <laughs> it happens. And, like, when you're working a full-time job and doing it on the side, you know, it's easy to just feel tired. Yeah, I remember we were, for one of our old podcasts, we were doing Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan. And I was sitting there watching that, and I was like, oh, this is so terrible. And then I just fell asleep, <laughs> and then they were like, the movie's over. I was oh. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll go talk about it then. <laughs> Hulk Hogan has made some real stinkers. <sighs> it's true. It, you know, you, you would skip ahead, what, 15 years, 20 years, and you get to The Rock, and he's made incredible movies you know it's almost the same career but just the the, i guess the late 80s early 90s weren't ready for a wrestler turned actor and you know i think it's i don't know like do i mean how into wrestling are you like i watched both of those i I watched both of those guys too i haven't watched wrestling since like 2005 but yeah i mean 
Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, but you, I, I feel like uh, comparing them, Hulk Hogan, his whole thing was an overact, mm-hmm. and like it's hard to to you know parlay that into a a real like public facing image, uh, but. The Rock, all he ever did was lift his eyebrow up, and but then was himself <laughs> in the ring, you know? And, like, the Rock that was wrestling is the Rock that we see in the movies, and he's just, like, a fun, lovable guy. And, like, who doesn't want to hang out with him? <laughs> he's, he's charming as hell. I love him. <laughs> so, uh, what I was getting at earlier was that with the, the being separated, did you find more movies that you guys ended up not meshing on because you weren't in the same room like you didn't have this that that group mentality of of oh we're all laughing at the same part kind of thing or oh we're all cringing at the same part i I think it happened once or twice um there was a run of films that we watched that were all bad all in a row and it was as a group we kept having differing opinions on it and it was and all of those episodes were remote yeah, uh, and so we stopped. Uh, we we kind of like reassessed how we were choosing movies at that point because <laughs> uh-huh. it was like we can't just go completely on random on random stuff anymore because you know, especially when it's somebody's favorite thing and then you know we've no one else has ever seen it. So we've kind of floated more towards movies that at least m- most of us have seen. Yeah, and and I think as we've on the podcast more we've got better at finding things that we like out of bad movies so that we always have at least a little bit more of a balance of like this was a really bad movie but I love the action scenes or I love the lighting or I loved the character that they built or the comedy was really funny yeah so I think we've gotten better it's it's gotten to the point where unless there's something unforgivable in the film yeah uh we yeah it's usually these are all of the things I like about it and the wrap-up I really didn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, I think right out of the gate, we were just, we weren't prepared to not like a movie, Uh you know? And so we didn't really know what to say when we didn't like it, you know? Because our our goal is not to just like shit talk movies, you know? We want to have real conversations. And not having done that before, we didn't know how to have. The conversation of I didn't like this, but why? So yeah, it was definitely, especially in the first couple of episodes. Uh, and if you ever go back and listen to Legend, you can really hear it. Like, <laughs> don't, I don't do remember. that. Don't go back and listen to that. I just there's a moment because I have to listen to all of these twice because I edit them. Uh, but. Th- there was a moment where in a, in a few of the early episodes where we're watching it and it was a movie that you or I brought to the table and it sucked. It was me. It and, was me. <laughs> and you hear like, you know, Nick or Ash kind of go like, uh, well, gosh, you know, that, that whole like tiptoeing around, you don't weird... want to say something bad because it's someone's favorite movie. Yeah. It's like, we didn't bring this here to be precious about it. Like, you yeah. tear it apart if you hated it. Like, that's half of the fun of the show. Uh, but it took us, God, it took us almost like a year to get into that, where it was just yeah. like, you brought this here, it's it's ready to go, you know? Uh, and I think that's actually getting back to your your farthest back question <laughs> there. Uh, 
what what have we learned from podcasting? It's that uh, opinions are really just opinions, yeah. and it's yeah. it, it's really hard without creating that space in your mind to just listen to someone talk and accept that the words that they're saying are just like words, <laughs> you know, like it's okay that people have a different opinion than you. Yeah. Uh, and that's something you actually have to learn as a person, which is weird. Cause you know, you all, you think you're okay. You, you know that and you're okay with, with, with stuff. But when, whenever you get presented with like, you know, I love this thing. It's like, Oh, well, I hate that thing. Like, <laughs> you know, you take it personally until it happens enough times and then you, then you become okay with yeah. it. And then I feel like we've all yeah. become kind of better conversationalists and yeah. uh, just it, it, it's been a good thing for everyone, this, this show. <laughs> totally. And, and the way we started it out too was like, we were friends that got along because we almost always agreed and shared the same opinion of things. So like, as we did the podcast more, it came out more that no, we don't always agree on everything. So that was a bit of the learning curve, too, of, like, we've never disagreed as friends before. <laughs> like, what? So that definitely, you know, was something we had to overcome. Yeah. And then now, now like, as you, you said it earlier, that you've moved to Portland, so you're much further away. And obviously you're still doing the podcast together, so you felt it strengthened yeah. it? Or your friendship, I guess, is the, the where the question is at. Yeah. I mean, for us, like, it's it's not, I'm not going to lie, it's been a tough transition, like, leaving all of our friends behind, and I feel like the podcast has been really rewarding because we're able to connect with our friends back in L.A., and it still kind of feels like old times hanging out, so I'm glad we have it. Yeah, uh, and I think the show works just as well from a distance, Uh you know, some of our more recent episodes, I, I feel have been pretty great. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were on the, the Halloween one, and now all of that's, you know, remote recording. Yep, that's and, all remote, remote recording. So. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm glad that we have kind of years of doing this together in the same room and practice of doing it over Skype so that now that we aren't in the same state, it feels more natural. The like, show certainly wouldn't have survived no. this move if it was year one. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you definitely, yeah. after so many years, you know you know how someone else's speech patterns are, so you know where they're going to probably end up in, in their sentence, so you can jump in with whatever yeah. you need to say kind of thing. Totally. Yeah, that, and, too, and, like, learning. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but, like, learning about the lag of doing it online, you know? Cause you always, you kind of make your statement and then there's this universal like pause. <laughs> <laughs> and then you let the next person jump in. Like it is a skill and an art form to learn not to step over the other people on the podcast. Yeah, and it, it's funny because part of the, the, uh, the flow of our show is that me and Ash went to high school together. And, you know, Sam and I have been dating since high school. We've all kind of been hanging out for a long time. And the, the conversation flows really well. But there's certainly a conversational kind of hierarchy thing that you tap into mm -hmm. after a while with a group of people mm -hmm. where uh, 
I, I mean, if for me, when you know, it's not, it's not an active thought process, but I, I definitely have, like, I have an important thing to say, and there's, you can hear it in the show, like, whoever has the important thing to say will talk a little louder, and everyone will quiet down, <laughs> and... <laughs> and it goes in all directions. And sometimes two people have important things to say, and that's when you get the talking over. But most of the time, you know, somebody's either got an important thing or a joke. And yeah. if somebody's talking and it's a joke, then I, you know, I'll like, I'll hang back. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And, and certain people definitely have a stronger connection to certain movies, you know, like. I think for me, like Iron Giant was one that I especially had a really strong connection with. And surprisingly, the Royal Tenenbaums, like that one really stuck with me. Um, so we kind of learned this balance of like, if this movie really resonated with you and you have a lot of points, we'll give you that space and we'll let you kind of take the lead. So we don't want to trump anybody or like step on their toes when they're trying to say something kind of important. So, and. One of the things that I've said to you guys before uh, on social media is that one of the reasons I do love your podcast is because you talk about things like lighting, like you mentioned earlier, or camera movement or sound editing and stuff like that. Not a lot of podcasts get into that, especially for older movies. So Mm -hmm. as I think, Sam, you've stated before that you have a background in animation. What What backgrounds do you guys have in, I guess, movies that you feel that you could make those comments, I guess. I don't, I don't mean to say that rudely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, so I went to, kind of surprisingly, I, I wanted to draw, and I ended up in film school. Um, so I went to Laguna College of Art and Design for their animation program, and while in college, I actually did a 2D animated film, And from there, I've kind of hopped around the animation industry. I've worked at a lot of big studios, a lot of small studios. um, And just along the way, picked up a lot of, like, film knowledge. You know, my first job out of college was at DreamWorks Animation. And they had a really, like, artist-enriched program where they'd bring in cinematographers. And then they'd show movies with the filmmakers. And I feel like that is really where I learned a lot of my film knowledge. You know, I was able to go to a talk with Roger Deakins, like who gets to do that? And like, it was amazing. And so I started really thinking, not just as like an animator who likes cartoons, but like as a filmmaker and like looking at these serious decisions that live action filmmakers make. And then from there, I just kind of carried it along to all of my different jobs that I've done. Brett? Yeah, well, Sam's kind of the serious okay. one here. Uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, m- movie making, filmmaking is something I've done my entire life uh, from childhood through high school, through, you know, college. And. <sighs> After I graduated high school, Ash was going to film school, and I figured, you know, me and Ash are probably going to work together again, and I I don't want to learn the same thing she's learning. Uh, so I actually, uh, you know, w- with a little 
hesitation on on actually deciding what I wanted to do with my life and being you know in a relationship with Sam I just decided to go to animation school as well uh, <laughs> uh, it was a, it was half following her to Southern California and half like I love animation and you know it's it was a place where their story program was really good and you know, that's, that's I, I kind of have a little bit of a similar education background to Sam because of that, because we were both in the same program. Yeah. Well, it was a really hands-on program of, like, it was very, like, drawing-based, but I think what it taught you was, like, composition. You know, when you're drawing a composition as opposed to taking a photo, you really have to slow down and think about things and, like really make conscious decisions because you can't draw every detail. You have to play with the details to create the vision that you want to be seen. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's funny the way you describe that because one of the other things that I am uh, actually more proficient at than any film stuff is uh, I, I do music. And... Uh, it's it's kind of the same way like when you're practicing you know a new instrument slowing down a piece is actually harder for most people than playing it at the right tempo because when it's slow you can really feel the the errors when you're off on timing and it's it works exactly the same as as a visual composition like you know a, a film the shit flies by at 30 frames a second and you know little indiscrepancies you know uh, uh you know the what, what is it the what's that job where they make sure everything's continuity uh this the continuity person yes, continuity know. person the yeah whatever supervisor? uh script soup there you go yeah um yeah, so you know, it's it, they need a person because no one's paying attention to that. And and it, when you're making a single drawing, that's all you have to look at, so it has to be perfect. And with music, it's the same way. You you slow it down, and w- when you can get it perfect, when you're slow, when you speed it up, even if you're not perfect, you know the important places that people are looking. Uh, mm-hmm. and and you can you know kind of fudge your way into a into a better thing in motion, uh, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it works yeah it works on on different levels there. But I, I totally feel the same way about art uh, visual medium as I do with audio. It's it kind of works all the same. Yeah. So that's you would say that the you that's the kind of thing that you geek out about is audio. Uh, I mean, I am the one who records the show. Uh, your listeners cannot see, but I've got the, the neat little swing arm <laughs> here on my microphone. I, I would say uh, you geek out about audio gear. Oh. I would, you're heavy on the gear side. Like, you love technologies that make creativity more easy. Yeah, because it, it's not like there are some people who are fans of gear in like a branding sense which i i kind of i don't want to like shit on those people but i think it's weird (laughs) (laughs) um you should go with the best product not the name that you like right exactly yeah and not just like the best product because for most things there isn't a best product we're using um 95 dollar handheld microphones uh and not you know 499 dollar 
condenser mics. These are these are dynamic microphones. They just plug into anything and they work. And that's why I bought them because they plug into anything. <laughs> uh, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, I, some people buy like way crazy nice mics and and then their show doesn't sound good. I have, I have some friends that have another. Uh, another show i won't mention them but they they just set a, a very nice microphone on the table between them and talk uh and it's awful because that's not how you that's not how you get a good show anyway <laughs> point i don't not to not to compare right. but the point is i'm super into the idea of optimizing your setup that's that's what i'm into and I've been working for several years on optimizing our recording setup, and I've landed on, for anyone out there who wants to do their own podcast, uh, we use the Zoom H6 recorder. It's got uh, six uh, inputs. Four of them are powered, and two of them are unpowered. Uh, but you can plug six microphones into this thing, and it runs on batteries that last for 18 hours, and you can put any size SD card into it. And there's a there's a 256 gig SD in here. I'm never running out of space. And uh, it's just like that's that's my whole setup. It's a Zoom and cables and as many mics as we need. You know, that's I I, I bring it with me in the backpack. You were at Comic Con. It's it was in a backpack. Yeah, that, like, and it came out. The sound was actually pretty great for being out in the middle of you know San Diego Comic Con. It was so loud there. Like <laughs> that episode turned out so good. Yeah. The uh, ice cream guy. The ice cream. There was an ice cream guy ringing bells. You couldn't even hear him. Like the it's nuts. So yeah, I'm into optimization of of all sorts. I I love audio stuff. Uh, I do it with video stuff with with my day job. Uh, you know, I, I, I uh, run a, a business on on the side. There, I guess it's I call it on the side because we're talking about podcasting. It is my day job. But yeah, that whole thing is based around optimizing other people's workflows, and you know, our team does it so much faster than everyone else. And it's it's, it's my thing. I like being really good at the thing i'm doing oh maybe i need to give you a call then for that for my audio <laughs> setup <laughs> oh yeah any any time man if you need some gear advice or whatever i i will opine sounds good um so uh a little bit of behind the scenes uh for your podcast i started on the episode for i believe jingle on the jingle all the way oh yeah and uh from at, I think at that point, Bryce was still on the podcast. Yeah, was he? yeah. I was like, "Jingle all the way" was last year, but no, it was like no, two no years it ago. was a while ago. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, after it, was, it wasn't that many more after that that he wasn't there anymore. And recently, I've yeah. gone back to listen to the episodes that I hadn't heard. So I just listened to Legend like a couple days ago, actually. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's totally fine. But I was just wondering what was that thought of having Bryce be on the show but never talking really I mean <laughs> so that was that was Bryce okay uh, yeah. he didn't really ever want to be on the show but he you know him, him and Ash are together and when you know Ash is doing the show Bryce is there right. well, cause, cause Bryce is Ash's camera guy like Ash is usually the director the one behind the camera and then with Let's Drink Ash is on camera mm. like 
she needs somebody <laughs> to run the camera. And so that would be Bryce. So at the time that we were kind of doing Let's Drink and Let's Rewatch in tandem, Bryce was there. And I think he he didn't want to be on the podcast, but then we didn't want him to feel excited. <laughs> so then it turned into this kind of funny joke where he always just kind of said kind of like a one-liner or a quick little bit. <laughs> and we thought it was really funny, but... Yeah, and, and eventually he was just like, all right, I'm out. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, I didn't really want to do it in the first place, and I had a good run. No more, please. <laughs> and then the the bit about um, uh, the, what you're going to be watching next week that you usually do, Brett, is that you going out and actually finding <laughs> movies? I mean, some of them I've heard of. Some of them are like something I've never even heard of. So are they all real? Are some of them not? All of the movies I've said are real movies. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's a uh, usually an off mic joke now, but I am so running out of movies. <laughs> like, because <laughs> there's a fine line of like just a movie and like a movie with a really stupid ass title you know and and i gotta get one that's a real movie with a real dumb title that we can all laugh at and it's it's hard oh, <laughs> that's the hardest so, part of the show <laughs> so you want to know something uh during my college years so six years i worked at blockbuster in phoenix so they had their own and i don't know if you know this but they had their own studio like in-house studio where they made terrible straight to straight to VHS movies called it, really? the studio is called DEJ. So if you need titles and terrible movies, go look up that <laughs> studio. All of them are bad. Oh, oh I had oh no idea about that. Yeah. So like, I, I'm going to have to check it out. So like that you could be a podcast on its own, right? It really could. <laughs> so if you, like you said, uh, not too long ago, you said, uh, Atlantic rim, which was the knockoff of Pacific rim, right? Yeah, 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 they have. They had. They 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 were doing that back then. Like you know, uh, if a Frosty the Snowman movie came out, it'd be Frosty the Killer or something like that. And it's it's terrible oh, stuff like that. That every and the funny thing is, is that because people really love, and I know this is I'm making this about me now, but people really love horror movies so much that that's kind of their biggest focus was making horror movies. And people would come in every Friday to rent these terrible movies and, and then they'd bring it back and they'd be like, this is a terrible horror movie. I was like, yeah, look at it. Look at the cover. Of course it was terrible. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure those people were Brett and Ash. Oh yeah. <laughs> me me and Ash totally did that. Like on the regular basis. Just yeah. what is the craziest looking horror movie that's on the shelf at the store? And we'd hang not, out and watch it. Not just craziest, but like a lot of times the worst looking horror film. All time worst horror film that I've watched that just Idle was hand. a shitty sucky movie uh, Dead in Breakfast oh no <laughs> the zombies start singing halfway through it's just it's bad I think that would do well now I think they, they could bring that back singing <laughs> yeah. zombies come on actually I there mean, was what the Anna and the Apocalypse that came out a couple weeks ago that was like a singing a zombie movie I heard about that yeah we haven't seen it but it got a lot of buzz yeah yeah, I did. So the, w- that's another thing. What what movies are is it, are you looking forward to? What movies do you guys like to go see in the theater? I know uh, Sam and I had exchanged about uh, Bad Times of the El Royale uh, a couple week, couple yeah. months back. So what what we yeah. we hit a span where we were watching a lot of movies in theaters, 
And then we kind of have gotten really busy just with holiday stuff and other projects. And we haven't gone out to see too many. But we will pretty much go see any Marvel or superhero movie. Um, I wish I could say that I was an animation loyalist and would go and see any animated (laughs) movie. But I kind of don't. I don't know. Something about like working in it. I'm just like, in my free time, I really just don't want to do it anymore. I did not want to see Sing. No. I actually my nephew he watched it and it was. Cute. I was gonna say I actually enjoyed it. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't really care for the animated movies all that much. Like I don't go out and see them. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> I, I did see Sing and I was like, oh, I enjoyed that. But I, I like those songs, so I guess that was probably why. Yeah, I, I thought that was really cute. Um, I love movies that are not too serious, like. I definitely appreciate cinematic movies, you know, like the typical Oscar winners, but they're not the movies that I seek out to watch for fun. I I love to go to the movies to just like forget about problems and like be in another world. So like we watched the Dark Tower movie. That was like last year. <laughs> it wasn't a great movie and it had nothing to do with the books, but like it was a cool universe and it was a cool story and a cool kind of escape for me. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I also liked the movie and I read the books and I don't care that it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it had that one gone on with what they were trying to do with incorporating a TV show and a movie together. Like I think it could have been something great, but it just didn't do well enough in the box office to, to have it be done. So it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was also a short movie. Yeah. Like, it was only, like, what, 90 minutes? Like, as long as an animated feature? And so our theory is that it was just dreadfully shot and that they saved it in the editing room. Yeah, they probably but, cut a good 40 minutes out of that. That's what I figured, too. Yeah. It's, yeah, it seems like... uh we'll never know. What Suicide Squad getting you know chopped up as as much as it was? Not that that was going to be a great movie, anyways, but like you can tell that it was edited heavily. You excited about Aquaman, the new one? I am not excited about it. Like, I, I, it's just that in my mind, I have an idea of what Aquaman acts like, and it's not Surfer Dude. So that's <laughs> where I'm. I'm. I, I love Jason Momoa, though. I'll watch him do anything. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be there, but it's just like, it's going to have a hard time getting over that hump for me. Just like that Joker movie that they're doing with Joaquin Phoenix. I have this idea of who the Joker is or isn't essentially, because I don't think you need to give him a background in a origin story in there. This movie that Todd Phillips is making, is just like, I, I don't get it. It's already got a strike against it, but I'll be there to watch it. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I remember watching the Justice League uh, movie that came out and (sighs) I mean, you know, everyone, everyone knows about DC's issue story uh, that they're working with through their, through their uh, universe there. But I feel like in that movie, Aquaman was really cool, except when they tried to make him look cool. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And there were a few moments, like specifically the the shot where he's like chugging whiskey and walking out to the end of the dock and the waves come up and they're playing the white stripes, Iggy Thump or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, this is what is going on <laughs> with this scene 
That's not even the character. Like, he wouldn't do that. Nope. <laughs> uh, but anyway, That's, I don't know where no, I was going it's, with that. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I, I think I, I am excited for Shazam, though. Like, of the DC movies, I think that one's going to be pretty good because I think they, they're they capturing the, 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 the goofiness of a kid who gets superpowers and wants to be an adult kind of thing. Yeah, that'll be... Be fun. What's up, Sam? Is that a remake of the one that came out when we were kids? Uh, well, they they've never made a Shazam movie. Are you thinking of Kazam with Sha- Shaquille? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's the one. Okay. I think I'm not <laughs> not super knowledgeable about comic books, <laughs> even though I go and see the movies. So. I mean, that's the that you're the perfect audience. Then you're they're supposed to be introducing exactly. you to it. I mean, I'm never disappointed because I have nothing to compare them to. There you go. Uh, I was gonna say, I think you have a new. You guys have a new next movie, Kazam, to to watch on. Uh, let's rewatch. Oh yeah, boy. there's no way that. One <laughs> but I would love to watch it. Yeah, just just all of all of the uh, the Shack extended universe doesn't seem <laughs> to be a great place to no. be. What was the Looney Tunes Space Jam? We've talked about doing Space Jam on the podcast. Yeah, again, that Michael Jordan action. Was that Michael? Yeah, Michael Jordan. I was in Shaq. I don't. I don't know. About I think you just need to wait till the sports. to the new the <laughs> new sequel comes out with LeBron James. Then you can watch Space Jam and be like, well, yeah, now we know. Yeah. And the, are they gonna do uh, like the the uh, redesigned like edgy Looney Tunes? Probably with LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, are the Looney Tunes going to be CG? Of course they are. Yeah, probably. No. Wait, isn't isn't Mike working on Looney Tunes? We have a friend that's working. Not that movie though. We have a friend that works for Warner Brothers. We'll have to ask some inside details. Oh, and see if he can get. Then us. Maybe you could pass it along to me. <laughs> <laughs> we find out. <laughs> we'll let you know. Uh, so then, TV wise, if you're not making it to the movies too often, are you, are you watching some TV shows? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm We're watching the same show over and over yeah. again. So there's people who are like cool and watch new TV shows and there's people <laughs> that are really really lame like me. And I I don't know if I'm proud to admit this or if I'm kind of ashamed, probably a little bit of both. But I've definitely watched Friends like four times <laughs> the entirety of like however many seasons there are. 10. And I, I took a break from Friends, and now I'm re-watching Parks and Rec all the way from the beginning. And you've watched, and like, How I Met Your Mother, like, four or five times. Yeah, I yeah. have. I haven't watched that one for a while, though. Um, I don't know if that show holds up. Honestly. How I Met Your... Yeah. You know, that that term, video games, the uh, roguelikes, where it's games that are like th- the original rogue. Sam's TV show habits are friends like uh, any show that is like friends, ah. she will watch. Oh, okay, I do. I love them. I mean, like Friends, How I Met Your so Mother, The Office, large ensemble cast, and recreation. Yeah, yeah, I do like them. It's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine, yeah. And they feel really nostalgic for me because I think that's what my parents watched when I was growing up, and they were all TV shows that were kid appropriate, not geared towards kids, but were not like right. you know people shooting each other, violent stuff. They call that family entertainment. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, prime time. Like Frasier. <laughs> yeah. So 
I do. I really enjoy those types of shows. Um, and speaking of, don't do that. <laughs> speaking of ensemble cast too, like we're going back and rewatching all of Next Gen Star Trek, even though we've seen it. And <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just love it. Star it's so Trek much fun. Next Gen is the perfect show. I agree. It, it's just every episode is so good. It's topics, some of the topics, not all of the topics, some of the topics still very relevant today. Most. I would say most of the topics. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's fun. That's a good one. Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of this idealized version of the future where like everyone's needs are taken care of. All of our conflict is kind of external outside of humans and it it just kind of is a really great show to kind of give me hope for the future of like sure we can get to this point where literally the only problem in human existence is that we don't know enough about the universe and the crystalline enemy and the crystalline <laughs> and the borg <laughs> whatever um yeah but on earth it's, it's, just, it's you know there's not much to worry fine. about yeah <laughs> yeah you know, you, you don't have enough food, just throw a replicator at it. It's fine. And, and I think, like, that's definitely a future I would aspire to live in. And so it's extra fun for me to watch it and then watch it again and just kind of see how they handle problems without the typical, like, American violence or, like, all of these things that we see in a lot of other American media. So... Uh, a little, uh, once again, making it about myself. Uh, when Into Darkness came out, the Star Trek, the second J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, uh, yeah. I had come to the realization that I hadn't watched any Star Trek TV show. Like, I'd seen all the movies. I'd saw the motion picture on, uh, but I had okay. never seen one of the TV shows other than Enterprise. And I did like Enterprise, but I had never seen anything before that. <laughs> So I went and made it a thing that I was going to go watch the original series, then watch Next Generation, then figure out how to do uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine. I am still halfway through Next Generation. I just, I just cannot seem to get it, get through it. I don't know what it is. I, I, it gets progressively better. It, 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 how, like how halfway? Because if you're like in the first season, halfway. It's it's excusable that you haven't watched it because the first yeah. season of <laughs> is actually super rough. It's real bad. So just to, to put it in perspective for you, I'm going back and rewatching Next Gen, and I just skipped the first. Season. <laughs> just started on season two. <laughs> that makes sense. No, I have. Uh, I think the last time I watched it was like halfway through season four. So okay, that's uh, and it's just it, I haven't gone back to it. You know, other things always pop up, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's really wordy. And really nerdy. So it's like, you gotta... Sometimes you just have to have something else going on. You know, like, we'll put it on while we're playing Diablo. Uh. Or other stuff like that. Like, it's a hard show to just, like, sit there and pay 100% of your attention to. Well, I to. remember, like, going back and starting it over and watching the first episode. Uh, and after having watched the whole thing... And was stunned to realize that the most athletic, action-y thing anyone does in all of the seasons of Next Gen happens in the first episode <laughs> when, uh, when Worf jumps over the console because Q shows up on the ship. 
and that was it. He just like jumped over a thing, and that was the most action that ever happened in Star Trek. There's so like you, <laughs> you don't watch that show for stuff <laughs> to happen. Like it's you know definitely not a big stuff it's, kind of show. It's, it's philosophical. It's words. It's like being. It's like it's yeah. podcasting for TV. Oh yeah, is what no. it feels like. It, I I mean I totally, totally get the appeal. I just had. I just I don't know. It's something about it that's just. Does it? You gotta be in the right. I, I think that's what it is, and and you're and you're right because like for a show that I throw on when I'm just I'm working on something else and it's on in the background is House. I'll I've rewatched House so House. many times. Yeah, I tried to. We loved House when it first came out. Like I was addicted to it. Like I'd be I was in college when we first discovered it, and I'd be in class and be like. Oh my God! Does that person live or die? I need to know. <laughs> Is it lupus? It's never. It's lupus. never lupus unless it's that one <laughs> time when it's lupus. One time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I tried to go back and watch it, and it just it felt a little angsty for me. Like I, what I love about TV shows is kind of the mystery that they can build. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I loved House the first time. And I think the second time for me, the mystery was gone. So I didn't like rewatching it. Also, Hugh Laurie, I like seeing I love him Hugh Laurie. in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> House was great, though. We When we were in college, that was like the college jam show. Like, we oh, watched yeah. that all the time. Totally. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna getting back to Enterprise. I, the, I, the only reason why I watched that one is because I was a huge fan of Quantum Leap. So Scott Bakula is. I mean, are you? I, it seems like you guys would be in that same realm of liking Quantum Leap. <laughs> okay, so Quantum Leap, I have not ever ever seen, and oh, wow. not either. Sorry. And it's on the list of things we need to watch. And it's just, it's never a. Uh, it's never the next thing in the queue. There's always something else that comes up, you know? Well, you know what? Yeah. I think that's uh, going to be the Sam, Brett, and Mitch podcast. We're going to go back, rewatch episodes of Quantum Leap every week, and talk about it. F yeah. <laughs> yeah let's do it. I'm, I'm serious. I will do that with you 100%. The amount of free time that both of us have cannot be overstated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So what what what's the what what's the next thing that you guys want for let's rewatch cuz you did a um bonus episode where you kind of did reactions to trailers a trailer uh so is that something yeah. are you going to be like so, adding more to the slate um so okay Nick left the show recently right and uh, that prompted a whole discussion on uh, maybe we could do some format switch-ups. And I think it, one of the things that moving forward is is on the main show, uh, we're all kind of taking turns hosting now instead of uh, Nick doing IMDb the whole time every episode. It's We're all kind of sharing that responsibility. But we've started this whole new off-week segment and the first one was a trailer thing, and we've we've got a, a small list of ideas for additional episodes to do. Um, but uh, you know, just kind of general conversations about either the movie industry or like a particular genre, or you know, z- z- several things. But I, I think we're going to start trying to release on a more uh, regular basis yeah. ins- instead of every two weeks, try to get one out every week. 
Um, and yeah. then the off week ones will be a little shorter. And, and this has been a goal of ours for a long time. Like we always had aspirations to release weekly, but each episode of Let's Rewatch takes at minimum four hours. Because you got to watch a movie. To record and then, and then an additional hour or two to edit. Um, and a half an hour to export because I run a lot of filters cleaning up yeah. bad audio. Not to mention the prep work for the host. And then 12 so. hours to export the thing that I put on YouTube now. What? Yeah, so it just like it, it isn't feasible to release a full episode every right. week. Just we don't have that sort of time commitment. So I think when Nick left, it kind of just presented an opportunity for all of us to reconvene. And just kind of reset the clock and brainstorm ideas for different ways where we can kind of break the format, but we can still continue these great conversations that we have, but in new ways. So I'm really excited for all the new ideas that we have and all the different formats that we're going to try and explore. And we think just kind of the off week is going to give us that ground to explore and to try new things and see what works and what doesn't. Do you think you'll be doing any more uh, on location, like at San Diego Comic Con recordings? I know you're not all in the I same mean, place anymore, so it might be di- it's a little <laughs> bit more difficult. But yeah, we talked about doing a PodCon live episode. I have to say, we, we're most almost certainly are going to do something at PodCon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, it's very opportunistic as far as like even Comic Con was like. Oh, like we're all gonna be there. We should probably try and like do a thing with the fans. Yeah, and, and I think like because we have been doing this podcast for so long, it's easy to fall into our typical format. And I think any opportunity that we can find to break that is really refreshing and fun, and kind of like reinvents what we have to say about the things that we watch because we're thinking of it in a different format. Sound, that that sounds great. Like I, like I said, I I always enjoy listening to your guys' podcast because you do. You're all you're all very like not. I don't want to say loud voices, but you all have your opinions on movies, and it's awesome that you can all mesh together, whether or not you do or not. You know, agree. <laughs> <laughs> like that's good to know that we sound like we're meshing. Sometimes we sound like we're fighting, but that's good. <laughs> I, it, it, what's what's not a good fight amongst friends, right? That's true. Exactly. If you're going to fight about something, at least make it movies. Come on. <laughs> it's it's funny because you said you started listening at Jingle All the Way. And I think that is the last episode of the string of terrible things that we watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, the podcat. I'm so oh, sorry. you know, if anybody listens to Let's Rewatch, no, no, knows about podcat, right? <laughs> She's very late today. Um, yeah, you're totally right. I think Ash and I really liked Jingle all the way, and Nick was just like, guys, this is awful. Why would you do this to me? But we watched Jingle all the way and Encino Man, I think. <laughs> and, like, yes. that was such a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. True story. That, Encino Man was real bad. I, I, and I, as I say, I remember... I, so I, I, and I, I'm trying to remember who, what it was, because I think... I found you guys. I know I found you on Twitter first, and that's where I, I was like, "Oh, they're watching." It must have been Jingle All the Way or Encino Man because it's it was right around there that I started listening. I was like, "Oh, I love that movie. I'm just, let's go listen to it." And it wouldn't have been Jingle All the Way because I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Jingle All the Way, but 
yeah, I must have listened to Encino Man and then listened to the, you guys have to, what you had to say about it and been like, oh, okay, I'm going to stick with this. So this is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> no, no, I, it's I love it. It's good to know that even though we watch a bad movie, we can still make an entertaining podcast. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and sometimes <laughs> I think, and I know you guys stated this before, that the, the bad ones are you at least have more to talk about you have something you know if you just all if you yeah. love the movie you just kind of like yeah that was a good part of the movie that was great you know it's, yeah. it's, you're just agreeing with yeah. each other those those are definitely I think noticeably our worst episodes is when we just watch a universally good movie except for E.T. which we had a lot to say about yeah but uh yeah, it, it's totally that thing where it's just like, oh yeah, that was good, and like half of the the second half of the episode ends up being just like, like remember this part? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of an episode that was like that. Maybe Stand by Me, because we all were like, yeah, it's we had some, good. We had some good stuff to say about Stand by Me. Uh, I can't think of too many because I think we actively try not to choose the universally good movies. Yeah. And it's just true. a shock when we hit one that's like a total rando. <laughs> like, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Goof Troop. Uh, we had a lot to say goofy about Goof. Movie. Or, sorry, Goof, Goof Troop's the video game. Uh, goofy Movie. Uh, we watched and we did have a ton to talk about but it took all of us by surprise at how good it was like it's one of the best movies I've seen in the years that we've been doing this podcast in the podcast or outside Goofy Movie is a fantastic movie and everyone should watch it (laughs) yeah and I I think when we watched not to bring this back up but The Iron Giant I don't think Ash had seen it I think you're right. I think if I remember I, if that, if I yeah. remember correctly, yeah. And like at the end, embarrassed to say this, but at the end, we're all like teared up and like <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good movie, you know. And I think like having those experiences together is super fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what? What's your? What's your? Each one of you, what's your top movie all time, other than Goofy movie? Top movie that we've no, watched on the podcast. Just in, just oh, favorite in movie. life. Oh, of of all time. Yeah. Oh, Princess Bride. Oh, love that movie. It's real hard for me to say, but it's funny. It's like a tie between Princess Bride and Robin Hood Men in Tights, even though I objectively know that the Princess Bride is a far superior movie. <laughs> I just love Robin Hood Men in Tights. I see a theme of Carrie Elwes in there. <laughs> I do. I love him. He was definitely my childhood crush. <laughs> for me that's tough i'm in an inter- intermediate place right now because i don't I, I don't think i have a favorite all time anymore but for a long time it was uh there will be blood oh uh just because like sometimes you just want to watch a really fucking dark movie uh and <laughs> Like that was it was the perfect movie for that. Like it's it's hard for a movie to be that self serious and not be not end up bad or a joke. <laughs> and I, that one really pulls off. Like I'm in a serious mood. This is my serious movie that I'm gonna watch. And I have no others that even fit into that category. Honestly. Yeah, I I don't tend to gravitate towards serious movies. Like I said, I watch them and I appreciate them, 
but I'm much more inclined to just watch even really bad non-serious movies. But yeah, I guess for your listeners, <laughs> uh, one of one of my all-time faves that uh, is not a serious movie uh, that we watched on the podcast actually is the substitute. Oh, I love I that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we that episode is hilarious because Nick was so upset with how bad it was, and then me, Ash, and Brett were like, "Yeah, it was a bad movie, but it was fun to watch." <laughs> We were like trying to keep the peace, but at the same time, like loving it. It's a movie where they flat out kill the protagonist halfway through, <laughs> and then he walks back in on the next scene, no questions None. asked. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but it's so much fun. And then they went on to make four sequels. So, <laughs> oh, thank God we haven't done the sequels. I, yeah, I don't want to watch the sequels. So, but. A little, uh, a little thing about me with that movie is that. I mean, I, I remember seeing it as a kid, and I still use one of the lines, like, to this day from that movie. So it's the part where Ernie Hudson is talking to Tom Berger for the first time, or one of the first times, and he's like, what's your last name again? And he goes, Smith. And he goes, oh, if it would have been, like, Montenegro, I would have remembered it, but not Smith. So it's like, every time I forget someone's name, that's, this, that's the line I think about. So, I don't know. I just think that's it's funny. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to try and think of that because I'm terrible at remembering people's <laughs> names. Uh, okay, so my last question. What I, what I try to ask everybody when I'm finishing up, and sometimes I forget, but I remember this time. If you could have one useless superpower, it has to be useless, what would it be? Huh. I've put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> oh, no. The, uh, the most useless, hilarious superpower would be uh, being able to shoot glitter out of your palms, but only if you're screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> oh, that's that good. Is, that's pretty good. I like it. I mean, you could use it as a distraction, but then you're screaming, so it's no longer a distraction. <laughs> I get it. And just, just the visual of that superhero and, like, discovering that power. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so you remember in Bruce Almighty mm -hmm. where he learns that he can part the sea like Moses <laughs> and he parts his yep. soup? I would like to just be able to do that with things, you know? Like, I'm covered in dog hair, and if I just, like, whoosh, my hands, I could, like, split all the dog hair off of me in two. And I think that would be fun. I mean... It seems pretty useful, <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll okay, let you okay. keep it. I'll let you keep it. It's okay because it's, right. it's, it's minute. <laughs> if it's just dog hair, that's it. You can only do dog hair. You can't do anything else. Okay. You don't know how useful that's been in my life. Now I feel like I've cheated at this game. I mean, trust me. I, I know my back seat Ooh. of my truck is covered in my dog's hair. So, <laughs> And, you know, you, you do what you can. You vacuum it up. And it just doesn't all come. So, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, if you want me to come up with one that's less useful, it's kind of a super pure, here, super power that I kind of have, which is to just instantly pick the center point between any two points. Oh, all right. It's Ooh. kind of useless, yeah, but kind of cool. I I get pretty close on my own. <laughs> so that would be my super 
power would be to get 100% accurate right in the middle. There you go. There. Right That's there. That's the center. <laughs> yep. Is it, now is, it, is it visual? Is it all centers? Like, there is the center of gravity. Or, like... Visual centers. Okay. So, like, you have this point and that point, and then right there. That's the visual center between those two points. So if you, you want to hang a picture, that's the middle of the wall right there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, how would you best want people to reach you if they could uh, reach you on social media? Ooh. Like I said, I if you tweet at me, I will tweet back or I will like it. And hers is Sam, Sam L. L. Wilson <laughs> with Bam. two L's. I know it. I am Wilson with two L's. Uh, I am Brett Eagles on Twitter, uh, but I also have um, my own website, bretteagleston.com. Uh, you can find our podcast there. Uh, and also I give out oh, like two hours of free music on there and I occasionally upload other stuff. Um, but uh, I would I would encourage people to follow me. Let's Rewatch can be found on Twitter at, at Let's Rewatch and... You should, uh, mm-hmm. everybody should listen to it. It's a new episode every two weeks, but you're coming up with new content to fill in those extra weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully new content every week. Uh, it, it, it's fun. I think th- Let's Rewatch is the most fun thing that we have done. Just flat out, period. It's a, it's a fun time. It lets us flex our film muscle without being like obnoxious. Uh, you know how hard it is to start a conversation with your friends about a topic you're really into that they don't really care about. Yep. Like that—that's this is that show, but all of us are really into it. So it's—I don't know. Everyone needs something like that in their lives, and this is ours. Let's rewatch. It's a good show. I agree. It's a you great should also. Show. Thank you, Mitch. You should also join our Facebook page. Oh, yeah, Facebook page. Which is Let's Rewatch. Just just Google Let's Rewatch. It's weird that we should be one of the only things that pops up. Let's Rewatch podcast. Yeah, and we have this really cool icon that Ash made of a video cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah, it's red and yellow and fancy. Um, I wanted to make two two listener recs for uh, for your listeners. Uh, Just... Because <laughs> I, they, I didn't get to bring them up in the middle. Uh, this is not our stuff. Because uh, we I, I, we were talking about it at one point uh, movies that we really liked or something. I don't know. It was earlier in the episode, but I saw this movie, uh, this this Indian one that I still haven't gotten Sam to watch. Uh, but it all had a limited release in the U.S. and everybody should watch it because it was fucking awesome and it was it's like a, a bollywood movie padma padmavat okay padmavat have you seen i have this? not have you I, heard have, about I, this? I, I think i've heard about it but i have not watched it okay it's stunning like visually gorgeous one of the best things i've seen in a while everyone should go see it uh well i guess you can't probably can't go see it go rent it <laughs> uh find it online somewhere it's uh, I guess content warning for those that need such a thing. Uh, it is uh, not not in a homophobic way. It is the gayest movie. I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's it's definitely like just such a good movie. Um, and then we were talking about quotable things, and everyone should also go listen to the music album uh, by artist Crudbump. Oh, uh, nasty jams. Crudba, mm-hmm. nasty jams. Crud, crud, crud bumps. Crud bumps. Okay. In, 
so shitty this, beats. Yeah, this is the uh, toothpaste for dinner artist. Webcomic toothpaste for dinner. Maybe you've seen Married to the Sea or Natalie. Day. I have not. These are all things that I've never heard of, but I am interested okay. now. They, they anyway, are hilarious. It's a joke spoken word rap album <laughs> that is the most quoted thing in my life. Yeah, it's all the time. so good. There's, there's, there's really great quotes like, uh, welcome to horse town, here's a horse. <laughs> That's not a good quote. That's an excellent quote. Your life we, is a hell, hellscape. Your life is a hellscape. Yeah, um, my or, life is a greatscape. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, uh, you, do you have a problem? You're about to have a problem. Yeah, you know. making big balls phone calls. <laughs> making big balls phone calls. Like, it's it's, it's so good. Crip it is. bumps, nasty jams. Go yep. support that guy because he's fucking genius. Yeah. Perfect. I didn't prepare anything super cool to pitch like that, Brett. Sorry. I just, I feel like it's important to like raise up other voices along with our yes. own. Yes. Uh, there's not enough of that around and like even our show kind of skews into shitting on stuff a lot sometimes and like it's really important to just you know support other creators because it's really hard to succeed in a world where you're supposed to to go and promote yourself uh but in a way that seems you know uh fucking approachable like how do you promote yourself in an approachable way you don't uh, and everyone gets mad when you when you're when you're advertising. Right. So we ha- it's up to other people to advertise for you. If you like a thing, tell people about yeah. it. It's important. Uh, and I guess I mean this is kind of what Mitch is doing here, <laughs> having us on. <laughs> you like our show? You had us on. I very much appreciate it. Oh, like uh, I said, I, yeah, I appreciate you every time it. you guys let me come on your show. So this is it's it, it's the least I could do. But I love talking to you, so it's <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. At any time, have us back. We will. We will show up on any of your yeah. content platforms. We're super <laughs> into it. I, I think that's the thing that is the most rewarding about podcasting is like we discovered that it's something that we would probably be doing in our free time, even if we didn't have microphones in front of us. So it just comes so naturally, and it feels so fun, and it never feels like work. So yeah, Sam and I routinely have like hour long conversations about a movie or show we've just watched anyway so like why not record that's right (laughs) throw on the h6 and and, uh start recording it exactly (laughs) okay so if you want to get a hold of me on twitter i am at mitchipedia g-e-r uh the rest of the rest of geek elite radio is at geek elite radio on twitter at geek elite radio on instagram and facebook.com forward slash geek elite radio is our facebook page Check out our website, geekleetradio.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. I want to plug your thing at the end, too. We listened to a bunch of your shows yeah. in preparation for a this. A bunch? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's no, great. We're like, building Ikea furniture and painting. Yeah, we were like, we're going to listen to like four hours of Mitch and like good, good content. Yeah. Like, so your content was so good that... After we were exhausted building Ikea furniture, Brett was like, I know it's midnight, but let's fucking watch Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I love that movie. Because I had not seen it. Yeah, you Brett- guys were talking about it. And- <laughs> you were talking about it. So we did. We I watched Cabin in the Woods for the first time because of your podcast, and it was amazing. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We've had a great week because of you. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed that movie. So... 
All right. Uh, but until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can. (laughs) 